Luke, Yoda, Anakin, Obi-Wan, Kenobi. Qui-Gon, maybe. Okay? I want to see them in the woods. Consulting Ray. No, just like talking, like, what do we do from here? And he's like, hello there, or something. So, like, picture this. Woods, battle or something, or after battle, you see Luke and you think he's talking to Ray. He's talking, it's Luke Force Ghost. And like, the way- Luke Force Ghost. Is that that his new name? Yeah. The way that (laughs) that it's framed, you only see him and he's talking. And then you're like behind a tree. And then the camera slowly circles- to reveal he's talking to Yoda Force Ghost. You're like, oh, that's cool. But then Yoda turns to somebody. Okay. The camera reveals he's talking to Obi-Wan Force Ghost. You're like, oh, balls. And then they're like, what do you think? And then Anakin shows up. And he's like, oh, so, so. And then we fully reveal. It's like the Jedi Council, but they're it's Force It's going to be like that scene. Maybe in, even Mace Windu can show up. It's going to be like the Resurrection Stone scene in Harry Potter. Maybe that, but I'm thinking more. You know the Jedi Council scenes in the prequels? Full circle. It it has a Jedi Council of forced freaking ghosts, Christian. Maybe. You recording? You want to yes. get it? Okay. Check it out. We have half done construction, true Jedi status, Jabba Palace, con- destruction, sibling love affairs, fatherly love. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from a galaxy far, far away. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts right now. All right, guys, welcome, and gals, welcome back to another edition of Sequel Men. And what are we doing? The podcast. The podcast, the sequel to the last episode. Because that's what we're about. Uh, Spencer, what are, we, what are we talking about today? Last week was Empire Strikes Back, right? Right. And first of all, just if you're new, I don't know why you're starting with this episode, but... Yeah, go back. We, I'm Spencer. This is Christian over here. Oh, say yeah. Hello. I gotta say hello. My name's Christian. <laughs> yep. We are the sequel men. Now, you probably don't really understand what we're doing just by the name alone. What we're going to do on this podcast is take you on an adventure through all of the best and maybe even some of the worst film franchises throughout hollywood throughout because that's what hollywood's into nowadays exactly bunch of so sequels and we, franchises. we started off with a punch in the mouth with we just went big with a the punch star in wars the mouth. we're taking you through the star wars franchise from release date order we might do the spinoffs we don't know but anyway that's what we do here at the end we're going to give a fun little ranking yep. and just wrap it up it's going to be fun we're going through a journey through all the star wars films like you said and we're hoping to have a shit no we're hoping that this will lead up to the episode nine hoping it will it's going to lead up to episode <laughs> we're, nine because we're, we're, we're going to do up, that one we're leading up into episode nine that's yeah. what i'm trying to say i don't yeah. i, I can't readjust. speak i just learned english yesterday so congratulations <laughs> welcome goodness sake. no uh this episode brought to you by my wife me undies no, no, not, no, 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 no. We're not going to be paid yet. by anybody. Not yet. Maybe someday. I really hope so. Just that and the magic conch. Because there's, <laughs> there's me undies. There's uh, the, the other ones and the other one, uh, Squarespace. All those. They're good. We're not sponsored by anybody yet, so send us money. Anyway, have we even said what we're doing today? Oh, we're doing Return of the Jedi. Yes. The final Return of the Jedi. Film. Episode six. In the original trilogy. The original three. Episode three of the original trilogy, but episode six in the Skywalker saga. 
Yes, episode six in third form. Yes. Because it's the third one to come out. It's not even its final form. No, not even close. We have more. For those who understand that. But so, anyway. Before we get into like the plot and the acts, you know, act by act, I'm just gonna say I didn't enjoy this as much as I remember enjoying it. The thing is, Spencer, or as much as I thought I was going to. It kind of saddens me to kind of agree with you because I loved this movie when I was a kid. I like know. after school, I re- we had the special edition on VHS. I still have it at home actually. I have the actual tape that we used to watch all the time. And we would watch it after school, me and my sister. And I just have a lot of fond memories of it, but looking at it now because I'm looking at it more critically for this podcast. Sure. Sure you are. And it's making me look at and realize some things that that stick out that aren't the best. I yeah, I think for maybe me, it's the presentation of the of the Blu-ray that we watched. I'm not talking be. about all the special edition stuff either. I'm talking about just some of the acting and the character developments and the performances. See, all that I actually thought was like the best for everybody almost, or at but, least not any worse than the last one. But the and the story is fine. It's just it's kind of generic. Hey, how do we wrap this up? It's we got to kill a, a couple main characters. Um, wound a couple more, wrap it up with a big redemption moment, have some battles going on at the same time. It's just kind of a cookie cutter. For the time, it probably wasn't. But just watching it now, I'm like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. well. And a lot of it, some of it seemed a little rushed to me. Objectively, it's not as good as Mm -mm. Empire. No. But I think it's better than A New Hope. For, yeah, yeah. Objectively, for, me, for most people, personally, I still like it because of all those fond memories. But objectively, looking at the te- the technical aspects were good, but not as impressive as Empire. The set design, I'm I'm talking about. Yeah, um, emotionally, it wasn't as like heavy as I as you'd think. Oh, it would I think be. It, I think it's somewhat on par. I mean, yeah, the st- with Luke but and it didn't Vader. get me as much <clears throat> as like the big moment in the last one with. Vader being his father, even okay. though I knew that was coming. That whole scene just weighed more on me. It's got a lot of ener- gravitas. Yeah, and this in one, it. I'm just like, well, oh. yeah, they have to do this. And he's oh. ready for it this time, and he's prepared. Oh, by so the way, Leia's your sister. Yeah. Moving on. That too. Moving on. <laughs> and just there was a lot less Yoda in it than what I remember, and that's fine. But, you know, fun fact, FF, this, I think, was the second ever star wars movie i ever watched i was i watched it in weird order as a kid because i just wanted to get to the Man, main thing you really butchered this up didn't i'm you? pretty sure i watched um episode one Man, you thought obi-wan six, was anakin episode five jar jar was the emperor two, no <laughs> and then i think two, he looks three, a lot and then different four. Yeah. I don't know. I was a kid and I just wanted to watch the... So as a kid, this was my favorite because I'm like, it has the best moments, it has the best battles. But, and I know I'm going to get, lose a lot of credibility here, but I'm looking more forward to the prequels than I was watching the originals. So now that the originals are done, I'm kind of like, okay, good. Now I can get to the movies that well, like don't we, crucify me, like but that I said, enjoy more. Because I'm a modern movie guy. Right. That's what it is. We grew up with the prequels. So we, we have more of a nostalgic affinity yeah. to the, that style of modern filmmaking. And as a than, young kid, I didn't know what a bad movie and, and was. Like before we even started recording, I was like, well, Spencer, those original trilogy films are modern for their time. Yeah, but not now. 
But and I just I don't know. There's something they, about them. They basically hold up too. They hold no, up. No, they do. They're like timeless films. But I just can't get as hyped. Like I'm hyped for like fast, fast speed, like high, fast paced. We jump grew ball, up in flip a different around generation. Spectacle, right? Lightsaber battles. That's what I like. So I think we're gonna get a combo of that in nine. I with think Kylo so too. Rey. It's gonna I'm... be pretty spectacular. It's it might even be like Obi Wan versus Anakin. I sure hope so. Should we talk about Return of yes, the Jedi? Yes, that's why we're that's why we're here. All right. So Act One, we start another beautiful opening. But instead of like a moon or a planet, I thought this was cool that it started on the uh, the half-constructed Death Star. So right away you're like, uh-oh. Looks like someone took a bite out of it. Yeah, it's cool because it's not Two a bites. complete thing. And it's yeah. very cool because you're like, shoot, there's something. It's This is getting this is getting serious. This is getting... Because we didn't know that they were constructing a new one, right? This they didn't is mention something. that in the last one. So that's a big... Vader arrives on the new Death Star and he's annoyed with the lack of progress and the speed of the construction dude chill you're building a planet well basically. it's not well basically the emperor he's basically the liaison for the emperor that's and true the, the emperor does not share the same optimism appraisal yeah, he's not as, as you forgiving do. as i am <clears throat> so that's a brief little thing and then we got r2d2 can i make a quick comment yeah you can yeah can you imagine vader sitting down in the shuttle what do you mean i just I mean, thought of that recently like him sitting down in, I'm in what? I okay, mean, I guess. so I've seen him sit. This down thought before. came to me just recently. I went and saw the original presentation of this film on Laserdisc Ooh. at the uh, Wealthy Street Theater. That's awesome. And but uh, the thought I was, I don't know if I was watching that particularly when this thought came to me, but I can't imagine Vader sitting down as that shuttle flies into the Death Star. I know this is little and stupid, but. Just, I'm picturing him sitting there like, just sitting there like this, waiting hmm. for his shuttle to land. Like, yeah, is he making small talk? Or is he just sitting there? So how are things? You've never seen Vader Good. sit. Good. Yeah, in his little... Well, that's not sitting. That's like cross-legged. No, in his in his pod? Okay, he is sitting. He's sitting. He, he never is sitting. Sees legs okay. Do you think he sits to take a dump? Do you think he poops? I... Little wires and well, stuff? Well, everybody poops. They yeah. wrote a book about it. They did. That's true. That's true. We can probably... So anyway, I'm sorry. Moving no, on. That was a right. sidebar like no other. So we get R2 and 3PO on Tatooine, and they're going somewhere we don't know where. They arrive at a place that we still... Like, we know because we've seen the movie, but we don't know that where they're going. They get into this, and it's creepy, and there's these pig guards, and it's weird. Gamorrean guards. Yeah. And then we see... It's revealed this should be the first time we saw Jabba, but they had the crappy CGI that he added later in New Hope. We're going to forget we ever saw that. This is our first time seeing Jabba for real because oh, we're yeah. at Jabba's yes. palace. Yes. And R2 is delivering a hologram message like the Leia one and New Hope, only Except it's, it's Luke. Luke. And he wants to bargain for Han's life, and he's going to give the droids to Jabba as a gift. But Jabba's like, nah, that's my favorite decoration. You're not going to take Solo. That's right there. Yeah. And then we see <laughs> Han Solo as a wall ornament with like a special spotlight yes. on him. And he's in the carbonite. And he's still alive. And Boba Fett's there too. Yeah. he's. They focus a lot on him. Uh, a lot of him doing nothing. So he's nodding he and walking. He looks badass, but yeah, he but doesn't do it. anything. I mean, he. What, I don't know. So we get, we get 
he were they're at the palace and there's a bunch of stuff that goes on there. Uh, this next I can it was kind of hard to watch. What? Because we get the prisoner aliens entertaining Jabba. They're dancing. There's like the sexy not, alien and then the oh, really the, fat the, with the, the six boobs the alien. Sure. So they're dancing. No, no, all you know sexual. what she's credited as? Fat dancer. That's I watched the credits is. last night I mean, and I was like, not, really? They could have given her a different name, like six Joel. Nips. Joel would get a kick at that. He would have six boob, six boob Sally. Okay. So they're singing, and <laughs> and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we get that song it's a jedi rock alien song yeah okay and you've it's never really out of you've place. never seen the original yes and it's not there lopty neck is the song it goes as a kid i loved it i'm like this is hilarious right now it doesn't fit. The CGI is bad. It makes no sense. And then Jabba randomly just pulls well, the hot alien into a pit and she dies. Here's the story. I got a couple interesting things about that. I would love to hear um, about this. Number one, the Lopty Neck song, George Lucas and the director Richard Marquand didn't really like that at all. The song? The song. The original song in the original cut. They thought it was too disco and they really didn't like disco. It doesn't didn't fit, fit the scene. This one doesn't either, but though. Th- th- apparently they thought this one fit better and the green alien the the the, the, the hot the, one the slave girl who's dancing for Jabba yeah the poor oh man that scene with her down in the pit wasn't in the original cut that was filmed later in like 1996 oh I guess I'd never with saw the, the same actress then. from 1983 just that well, insert then. just that insert of her getting it's- it's kind of dark. It's really dark. Cause you just hear a scream and then die. Yeah. But and those like, cutaways weren't in the original yikes. film. Yeah. Sly Snoodles, that's the dancer. That's her name. Oh, okay. Sly Great, Snoodles. Good. She has she, a name at least. She's a puppet in the original film. I'm going to have to YouTube original versus You got to check new, it. Because I got yeah. to see that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she, it's very dark and aliens just go on entertaining him. And then we get Chewy and he is led in by a quote-unquote bounty hunter and he's being held prisoner and the bounty hunter's like hey java boosh 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 sure that's what the alias is oh gotcha she he's like yo i'm gonna give you chewy i want the bounty and java's like cool cool here's some Uh, money twenty-five thousand, and i want fifty thousand or no deal yeah and then he pulls out a detonator. Jabba's like, okay, 35. And then he agrees. And nice call back to Solo. Or call forward For, call to forward, Solo yeah. with we, the, the rock. The rock. When he's talking to Lady Proxima. Okay. Well, and he has the fake rock. Okay. And she's yeah. like, you made a clicking sound I with your mouth. I haven't watched that movie since theater. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we also see know. we also see Lando in disguise here. So we know something's up. Like, okay, they're planning a... Uh, mission from the inside then we get it's nighttime everybody's sleeping the bounty hunter unfreezes han from the carbonites you're like okay who is this person is this luke oh, it's or an something ally. yeah and then reveals herself to be leia none other and he's like who's there which by the way sidebar his acting with when he's going that through is his, good his, yeah the whole sickness and he carries it through until the sarlacc pit and it gradually he gets better. That's great acting. Like, I just convinced. Yeah. yeah. 
and he's like, who is it? And she's like, someone who loves you. Hibernation And you get a sickness. nice little, yeah. So he can't see. <laughs> and then Han's thrown in I know Chewie. that laugh. Yeah. Listen, Jab, I was just on my way to Which, come another see thing, you. Another thing that I, <laughs> that I can't stand, like when somebody's blind or they can't see or it's dark and they do the whole thing where they're facing a wrong direction, stop doing that. Yeah, it's funny, but he can hear... And he can tell he's not right in front of him. He's on yeah. his left, but it's whatever. Han's thrown in with Chewie. They get <laughs> You're a reunion. throwing away a fortune, Jabba. Yeah, and as he gets thrown in with Chewie, it's a cool little rea- or interaction. Luke, and he, he can't him. save anybody, le- <laughs> yeah. much less himself. He's really joshing on, on Luke here. <laughs> but I, I'm, hey, I'm I get away worries. for a little bit, and everybody has delusions <laughs> of grace. <laughs> That's really good. How long was he in there? Like how how long, how long after was the he last carbonate? movie? Well, how long after the last movie is this movie? See, I actually looked this up today because I was writing my notes down. I wasn't sure. I look at the timeline that the um, Disney put out, and it shows that it's approximately approximately a year. It's a oh, okay. year after, but okay. on Wikipedia they say several months. I'm after. gonna go with a year. Just I'm gonna say a but, year. And, We'll talk about that once we get to the end of this act, but there's a lot of things about the timing of this that kind of don't make sense to me. Yeah, it's a little weird. Logically. Like, how gone, how long were Lando and Chewie gone? Right. And then Luke's all of a sudden a master. Luke has grown in the Force, but yet he hasn't gone back to Yoda yet since he left. Yeah. But. Like self-taught and went to Maybe homeschooling. Maybe Obi-Wan came to him as a go. I don't know. Well, but I'm sure there's Luke, more of that in the comics and everything, but I'm we're sure not there is. That. So we get cloaked figure, which is Luke, and he enters in his black robes and he shows off his mastered force manipulation to the pig. Oh, he chokes him with the force, kind of like Vader, which I thought was a very and cool. it's interesting because he he does that, but he like yeah. he said, he's all in black. Yeah, like, so you're like, ooh, is he is he bad? So he chokes out the pig guards. He threatens Jabba, <laughs> and he's like, you're going to die. And he's all calm and cool, and he's like, You know I'm what done. the cool thing about that whole thing is? How Luke is properly introduced? What? It's, it shows that, like we just said in our little aside, he's grown in the Force. Somehow, like, yeah. Like, through this several months to a year, whatever, He's grown in the force, and you get to see him like actually use his skills like effortlessly, to practical effect, effortlessly, effortlessly against like, eh, granted eh. dimwits, the guards, yeah. and uh, he Bib, tries it Bib on Fortuna. Java, and it doesn't yeah. work. And that's the so. point. It's that's the point that shows you he's grown in the past. He's grown in the period between the last movie, but he's not quite there yet. It right. doesn't work on Jabba. He's yet. very close. But he's but, getting there. So Cloak Luke, he comes in, threatens Jabba's, like, your last chance, give me these guys or I'm going to kill you. And Jabba <laughs>, laughs him off, drops him in the Rancor pit. He fights it for a little bit. Everybody's watching and cheering. And he Luke, kills it. He, he throws kinda, a rock at, yeah. a, at a button. And he's a great throw. Like, he should probably He should try be in out, the MLB. Well, or the NFL, because that accuracy. <laughs> well, it's around... He could replace Somebody Stafford any a, day. <laughs> probably. Probably. Or oh, maybe, Rogers. maybe the, the Dolphins could use him. Oh. But anyway, <laughs> he kills it. The door falls on him. Fat guy comes in. I don't know if he has a name, but I this part <laughs> fat legitimately, guy? fat, sweaty, he cries. And I it's, always feel really bad for him. Because I imagine my backstory for him, and this was going to be my character spotlight, but I couldn't figure out where to go i i was writing him he starts over and starts like a a breeding petting zoo because he's like he's like hagrid 
he likes the creatures. That's how I imagined. See, I I didn't. That's why I didn't do it. Your face is why I didn't do it because I didn't have a story. Is he crossing franchises? I I thought about doing that, like the big reveal. He he's up. Hagrid, but I didn't. So yeah, Jabba senses well, what's the crew. Number one, <laughs> it's Hagrid. You're a Jedi, Luke. I'm a what? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> A, a Jedi, like you told me you were. So Jabba sentences the crew to death by Sarlacc in the desert. It's, Not a fan of the carcoon look. The the, the, the clammy mouth thing in the pit. The Sarlacc. The Sarlacc. You're not a fan. Oh, the digital. I I'm like not the a original. fan of the remastered. No, it doesn't special look good edition. at all. But it's okay. We. Get I mean, it. they could go back now and make it look incredible. Yeah, but. they're not gonna though. But hey, maybe in ten years. <laughs> so we get Luke is being put on the the plank. The He's plank. walking, He's the, walking plank the plank on yep. this little hover. How thing. appropriate! A bunch of pirates, right? Too. Hmm. And then Luke's like, "Last chance, Jabba." Uh, free us or die, and he's like, whatever, push him in. So he he does the nod to everybody. And Lando, I love R2. how Han just he does the I'm blind see. looking around. What are we doing? <laughs> that is such a just fun, nod. I Han. never noticed okay. that before. That made me it, laugh. I was yeah. like, they do that. Do you think he hears dun, the music and he's like, oh, should I dun, just nod? No. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Anyway, Luke <laughs> R two shoots something up out of his head a little bit and you can see luke is like yo i'm gonna need that in a minute he jumps down catches himself flings him back up r2 shoots the lightsaber up he catches it it's green brand new lightsaber that he constructed a master lightsaber and he just goes ham on everybody on the ship han can't (sighs) see lando falls han's trying to save lando but he can't see han is talking to Chewie. Chewie's like, Boba Fett. And then Han's like, Boba Fett, where? He turns around. <laughs> Boba dies like a bitch. He gets hit on so, accident by Han and falls into the Sarlacc It's humiliating. Pit. The crew escapes. And not only that, the whistling sound effect, too. Yeah, it's yell. real. He dies dumb. Like, no, he does, he's just standing there. Like, what is he doing the whole time anyway? The scene's cool, but I got to tell oh, you. Oh, yeah, it is. When Luke ignites his lightsaber... And starts using it. There's no like technique. No, he's just it. swinging he's it around just like swinging a it. Ah, like, like it's a pinata and he's blindfolded. I thought Han <laughs> couldn't see. Well, I'm just. I don't know what this thing does. I hope I don't. Yeah, but it's cool. He goes. Uh, Leia chokes Jabba to death, which is actually kind of a really dark because you see his it tail. Is, yeah, his tail flapping, and you're like he's suffocating. That's and actually naked. Leia yeah. is killing him, and she kills him. And then she and Luke swing. He's like, point the gun at the deck. Point it at the deck. And they blow Jabba's whole thing up. They, uh, they, get they away. what? They blow Jabba's th- whole floating palace up. And they everybody gets away. They blow Jabba's. <laughs> no. It's a bedroom scene, okay? <laughs> and they're, they're, they're. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so mature. Anyway. No, that's good. I like it. It's good. We get, they get away. He's like, don't forget the droids. C-3PO and R2 are stuck mm-hmm. in the sand. First of all, how <laughs> the hell can they still function? They probably have sand in every... Their circuits. Circ- yeah. Like, wh- how do they... And there's like, nah, we good. We're cool. Pick us up. We'll go. So they go, that's the end of act one. <laughs> like it is. The whole Jabba's Palace okay. fight. That's all. That wraps it up. 
It's cool because when I first saw this movie, this part blew my mind. Because as a kid, I didn't pick up on the on Lando. I didn't know who Lando was. Because remember, I told you I watched this before Empire. So I'm like, I don't know. So when R2 shoots his lightsaber at him and it's green, like that's a very cool reveal to me that he constructed a new one and he kind of knows how to use it a little better. He's more confident with it at least. Just He's more whipping confident it around. It, but... Like when when a little kid, when a little boy first when you first discover you got a dingaling, you're just like oh. whipping it around. <laughs> I don't know how to use it, but we're going to figure it out as we go. <laughs> I, I don't know, that's how it was for me. I we can Oh. So act Thanks one. for that image. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what well, I don't what am I going to say about this act? I don't know. I think it, it opens cool. well. It is it's my Again, favorite opening. Again, the pacing is on point. Is it my favorite opening? The Hoth. Mm. Hoth. Hoth. They should call it Colth. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. a very good opening. I like it. It plants, um, or it wraps up from the end of the last one. And then we get a whole you, new story. Do you know why Harrison Ford is in Carbonite? Carbonite? Well, yeah. Or Hanes? from the last one. Well, yeah, were, but that's what they were going to put Behind Luke in. the scenes. There's a reason for that because he was he might not have been coming back in this third film because oh, he only know? had a two film contract. Ooh, Carrie, but he's like, I'm having fun. Put me in. Carrie, this one. No, Carrie and Mark um, had a contract for more than two films. Harrison didn't, and the new producer Gary Kurtz didn't produce this film. He and George had a falling out. Yikes! It's kind of unfortunate because he was a great asset to the other films. Howard, uh, what's his name? The Duck. No, not the duck. Stern. Good grief. Howard Kazanjian. Kazanjian. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He became the producer in uh, Gary Kurtz's place, and he was instrumental in getting Harrison to come back. Well, good, good on and him. And what Harrison wanted, he wanted Han to be sacrificed, to, to sacrifice himself in some way to give emotional weight to the character. He said this before in interviews for, like, The I mean, Force he Awakens was. and whatnot. But yeah, but not until later. No, no. I mean, he did sacrifice himself in that movie. He just yeah, didn't but die. It wasn't a true sacrifice. He but he want, did. He. I guess you could say that. Yeah, he wanted that for the character, but they convinced him to come back. And for and then this back film, again. for this film, he was originally supposed to be, get killed and be sacrificed in an imperial uh, imperial raid. And then Rose came out of nowhere and stopped it. No. <laughs> no, but. Uh, he didn't get that wish because well he did he, just a little later than he, what he talked wanted. about he said yeah george lucas didn't see the value in selling dead han solo toys <laughs> like <laughs> no but disney does what do we have for him uh, i think we'll it worked it. yeah but yeah, i think all worked. in all it worked but i'm glad he came back oh but, yeah we needed him we needed him his performance in this act was really good with the whole like i'm frozen for what yeah like, oh <laughs> Because that makes sense who, that he wouldn't you, be able to function. Like, and he's all sweaty and gross and he can't see and he can hardly mm -hmm. talk. That makes sense. He's been uh, nothing for like a year. Mm -hmm. So that may, I his performance was <clears throat> top notch here. And Leia, I think through the whole movie it was. I like Leia too. She, she was cool coming in as the bounty hunter. She was badass. Until she got turned into a damsel by being a sex slave. She, but she did, Wait. but she didn't really submit to that no she but only she did because she couldn't go anywhere well, but she did because okay. she killed jabba 
Okay, she waited okay, for her moment. Okay, why yeah. am I not thinking She that? didn't Duh. have leverage. She's like, in the palace with all of his guards. Okay. She would have died if she tried okay. anything. Okay. But she saw her moment and was like, you know what? Fudge this. Okay. Dead. Okay. Yeah. She okay. just waited. <laughs> okay? Am I a broken record? Maybe. No. There's one scene I really think it, it cracks me up. And it wasn't in the original either. They ADR'd this line in. And by the way, a lot of uh, lines of dialogue sound ADR'd in this particular We're going to get to a specific one in Act 3 that I'm, uh, I'm a curious little to hear, pissed off about. I'm curious we'll to hear to what it, it is. But um, I bet I know, know what it is. I already know what it, it is. It makes no sense to me <laughs> that they would. It makes sense. Like, I don't. It doesn't. I'll get to it. Uh, when Billy D. Williams, uh, Lando, is trapped in the hole. Wow. What, what a hole. Anyway. But <laughs> he's he's down in the Sarlacc pit. The, the tentacles got him. He's dragging Whoa! him down. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I thought you couldn't see. I could see a little yeah, better. That's the line that's ADR'd in that cracks you up. Wait, which one? He's like, it's it's okay. I can, I can see a lot better. <laughs> oh, I, guess I didn't even catch that. It's not in the original cut. I was I, I was in the it. theater waiting to see it on the laser disc, and I was like, "He's going to say the line. He's going to say," it. and he didn't say. It. I was like, "What?" So he doesn't say it. No, I I don't even know what he says in the original. But he just doesn't this say is, anything. It just shoots. Like, this shut is a up, good I got change. This, this is, it makes me laugh almost like every it. time. Just it's okay. I can see a lot better. Like when you I've trust somebody like that. It. No, but it worked. He got the tentacle, and it worked out. So oh, is that Mrs. Doubtfire? No, it was not. No, it you'll know out. if it's if it's Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh dear! Hello! <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I frighten you, dear? <laughs> it's my nightly meringue mask. Okay, <laughs> moving on to Act Two. Or did you have more for? Uh, <laughs> I think for Act I, I think uh, it's good enough to have Doubtfire close that act. So we get act two. Everybody's together and they're making a plan. But first, we make a stop at the Death Star under construction. And we, the Emperor, arrives and his royal guards in red. And he discusses with Vader about turning Luke. This is the first time we see him in person. In the flesh. In walking. And he's very menacing. And hearing his and he's music. he's very old. And he has a cane. And he's like, we have to tell them. And Vader's like, oh, yeah, sure. I have foreseen it. Yeah, and he's like, fine. I think Vader actually says, fine. He no. <laughs> That's the ADR line I don't like. Fine. Everything is going as I have foreseen it. And it's very I, cool because you're like, they're going to get it. I'm screwing the line up. As a Star Wars I fan, don't even I'm, remember I just am disappointed in myself. I'm but not. So that's brief. They everything talk. is proceeding exactly as I foreseen, I totally screwed well, that's, it up that's again. what it is. We can. No, I screwed it up. We'll get, I'll Whatever. give you another chance Cut. later. Back to <laughs> Luke, and much like the Empire Strikes Back, he goes. They're like, we're gonna go, and Luke's like, ah, uh, yeah, you guys, I'm gonna catch up. I gotta we'll go. Do we'll this. meet up later. Well, this time they don't. It's a little better yeah, this time. Know, it makes more know. sense this time because yeah. they're not in immediate danger. No, and R 2s like, where the hell are we going? They went that way. He's like, can you just? Like, I I promised right. the guy. I'm so an old go, friend, yeah. a really old friend, a 900-year-old friend. Yeah, that I haven't that seen That he's in known year. for a year and hasn't visited since he left last time. And I feel like we know Yoda more than what we do just because we've seen him in more stuff now. Right. Like, like right now. Mm -hmm. But I remember watching it as a kid 
thinking he was in a lot more of this movie. And he's not. He Luke talks to Yoda. Yoda's telling him this stuff, and he's like, I'm dying. You try living 900 plus years. Like, it's not easy. Look as good. Yeah, look as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 900 years old. You me. Look as good. You will die. Yeah, that's <laughs> the line. So they're talking, and Yoda's being kind of so cryptic. Am I to your eyes? And he lays down. He's like, I just got to take a nap, dude. Just let me Yoda, die. You, Master Yoda, you can't die. And he's like, bitch, I can die. I'm 900 plus years old. That's what he says. That's in the lines. No. <laughs> no. Leave me alone. He's like, you can't tell me. You No, no, no. I'll tell you. You don't tell me when I'm ready to die. I'm ready now. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of this. I'm sick. I'm, I'm not just well. Sick. <laughs> I'm sick and tired, and I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. So he lays down, cuddles up all cute, and Luke's like, wait, but what else? And Yoda tells him some other stuff, and he's like, uh, hey, there's another Skywalker, and you have to confront Vader to become a true Jedi. And Luke's like, but I already... Fine. Is he my dad? And Yoda's like, yeah. Bye. And he dies. Yoda dies, but not before he tells... Oh, yeah. This reminded me of... um. I always joke it'd be funny to have a scene where like somebody's dying, and right before they're like, I hid the treasure under... <clears throat> yeah, and they die. that's basically he's just what like, happens. There's another Skywalker. <clears throat> dead. Obi-Wan That's goes, okay. I'll just ask Ben. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'll just... He probably knows, too. So Obi-Wan, Ghost, and Luke talk outside of the hut as Luke's about to pack up and go on his X-Wing. And they have a... Anakin... Or, no. Obi-Wan... They have an Anakin? No. Kind of. <laughs> Obi-Wan briefs Luke on the history of Anakin slash Vader. And it, that's his dad. And he's like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, I don't... I did. Yeah, he's from like, From a he certain did, point of view. <laughs> he did die... Well, no, he didn't tell him good. he was his father. He just right. told him Darth Vader killed his father. Which he did. Spiritually. He's not the Anakin that I know. And he also drops this big truth bomb that Leia is Luke's sister. And Luke's like, and I imagine his first thought is, we made out. So we got we go back with Han and company after this bomb. And they go through a briefing <laughs> with uh, Mon Mothma. Is that how you say Mon right? Mothma, yes. Mon Mothma and Admiral Akbar, which brings me to my character spotlight. Okay. Who? Mon, Mon Mothma. Mothma. We know very little about her. One of only two women left in the galaxy, we can only assume. <laughs> and to be given a lead position in the rebellion is such a progressive move by the rebels. Even if she only speaks a few times, she should be held in high regard as a strong female character. A feminist warrior, and I don't mean that sarcastically. She really is. But it's not right in your face. It's a good way to portray what that we're kind of getting into nowadays. So she laid the groundwork for characters like Ray, Rose, I guess, Captain Holdo, <laughs> and even her disappointment of a daughter. Admiral Cap- Holdo. Oh, is it? For your information. Sorry. But <laughs> she also paved the way for her disappointment of a daughter, Captain Phasma. <laughs> that's my big hot take right in the middle of the spotlight take it or leave it that's more background than we've gotten for phasma in a sentence than you'll ever get from a star wars movie <laughs> trust me but enough about that man is a symbol of guidance and calm leadership we know very little about her she's jamaican she might be is she but what if there's more than meets the eye let's go back she's a young rebel yeah just making her way through the galaxy, living her best life as an explorer. She meets a shadowy figure one night while exploring a scarcely populated planet. She never gets his name, but says he may have a career path for her. 
the mystery being never the mystery being never reveals himself but he leaves her to a cult like group of misfits all dressed in dark robes and whatnot she's scared but they take her in start opening her eyes to the force a little bit what it can be what it can do for her after months of training she meets a boy as these stories tend to go they start to spend more and more time together realizing they're both kind of outcasts he talks of one day becoming a politician she talks of leadership roles and how they can both be visionaries and make the galaxy a better place the leader of the cult gets oh, word of the no. budding romance so he forbids it so Mon and her man agree to break up but secretly still remain together until the relationship takes a turn the boy says he's become strong enough to start his own government where he is the head of everything with her by his side says he's ready to play by his own rules says for success they only need two just Aww. the two of them it's not going where you think it's going i realize this doesn't really fit with but you'll see just the, the two of them <laughs> ruling an entire galaxy and he knows how to do it he just has to kill his mentor she can't follow him she says she's had a different vision she wants democracy and peace without violence so in a fit of rage he strikes her down and attempts to kill her but before gathering himself and then he, he lets her live their love is stronger than his hate a mutual understanding of their differences leaves them saddened but going their own ways to lead in ways the other just can't understand maybe someday they will cross paths again back to present time as she finishes up her briefing she retires to her room and she's glad that this will all end soon and the galaxy will be hopefully peaceful but not without a price because she knows that he will always love her and she will always love him her first love but she knows what she has to do even if it means killing the only man she ever had feelings for Sheev Palpatine <laughs> <laughs> and that's the story the love story of Sheev and Mon two star-crossed lovers just going on different paths in ways that they think fit that's his first name I looked it up for this Sheev Sheev so that's uh that's new that's headcanon now and that's <laughs> moving on you've Luke got quite shows an imagination up. i know that one took me a while to come by but i'm like all right i got it before we I move on it. real quick okay you mentioned uh the emperor and vader having this conversation walking through the hangar bay mm -hmm. in, front of every, in front of everybody yeah they're not discreet about it and this happens later in the movie too they do this a lot. When he's, t I thought right I in front it. of Luke too. Right, in, not even in front of Luke, in front of uh, the commander, Jerjerod, uh, yeah. I believe his name is. Sure. Uh, the guy who's like, uh, we shall double our efforts. We shall double our efforts. See, I get all the all the bad guys mixed up besides the two main ones. Anyway, but they're having this like dark side force talk. We shall turn him to the dark side in front of everybody. In front uh, of, sir, they're we, not even hiding that. What should we evil. be doing? What should we be doing? while you're, while you're the, talking about your plans. My point is, why would anyone follow a guy like this? Because looking like that, wearing a hood, dark robes, wrinkled, evil face, yellow, red eyes. Well, the same could fear? be said. Yeah, probably. Or they think, the bad guy always thinks they're doing the right thing. Look at Hitler. People follow oh, Hitler. okay. Anyway, Luke shows up out of nowhere and he's like, and me. It's one oh, of those moments. Have you assembled your strike team yet? Oh, yeah. And then Lando's like, yeah, I got. And they're like, I'm in. And then somebody's like, me too. And then Luke comes in, like I said, and he's just like, and me. 
No. <laughs> and everybody's like, Luke's here. And the crew take off in a stolen empirical ship that they. Imperial ship that imperial, I think Hans. Not empirical. Imperial. Not ha- empirical. Well, they said, uh, Leia made some comment like, I wonder who was good enough to do that. And then they say, Commander Solo, have you assembled a strike? Have you assembled your strike team yet? Oh and yeah, then she looks at cool, him like that was a cool like, like you he's did given. that. Yeah, that was very. I liked cool. that. I never noticed that. That was that was cool. awesome. And then Luke coming in like, what a surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! That's what he says. So the crew and the rebels make what their way. What is it? Oh, what is it? What's what? Ask me again sometime. What? Leia asks Luke because Luke oh, looks at yeah, her. What is it? Ask me again sometime. Sister, yeah. Why not just be like, guys? Leia's my, my sister. sister. I just found this out. This is crazy. So Yoda told ah, me. Who's Yoda? He's a. It doesn't. He, he, we gotta go. You don't need to know that. Let's. We gotta get on the mission. Let's Can go. Can we move along? Move along. And everybody's <laughs> like, "Yeah, let's move along. Move along." <laughs> so, so the crew and the rebels make their way. Oh, the plan is. <clears throat> I think I got this right. So the Death Star has a shield generator on Endor. On the moon, on the, the forest moon, moon of Endor. Endor. So Endor is giving them their shield, right? Uh, uh, from the planet, yes. Okay, so their plan is to go down there, destroy the shield, so they can destroy the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they land on Endor, and it's a forest. It's a really cool planet. It looks just Beautiful. like a regular forest. Looks a lot like California. Yeah, but there's... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Luke and Leia, they take off on a speeder chase with a couple stormtroopers that discover them, and they handle them, and they... It's a very cool scene. Luke is a... Re- he's a back a backseat driver, though. He's yeah. calling the shots, even though Leia's driving. It's like, dude... And it's like, Leia knows what she's doing. Can you give her a minute? Go up next to... What do you think? Yeah. I thought I was going to go back... No. Okay. I like the lead-up to to the speeder bike. The lead-up. When Han's like, I'm going to go ahead and take a look. He's like, well, do it quietly. If they go and find out that we're here, they're going to alert everybody else. And Han's like, hey, it's me. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. walks up and steps on a twig and <gasps> uh, gets knocked into a tree. You had one job, Han. I want to call you Han now. <laughs> that so, cra- just his performance there cracks me up. Too. There's a lot of pretty the way he decent reacts humor to that. Yeah. in this movie, and I especially like that. with Han. Yeah, Han. With he Han hits his especially. stride. He's just having fun with the role now, and that started in the last movie. But Luke don't get and Leia, jittery, Luke. Yeah, don't get. <laughs> Don't get fly casual. Yeah, which, <laughs> yeah, that is the scene. That Chewie's driving earlier, yeah. the Im- Imperial, and they're like, they're not letting us in, but they let him in or something. Anyway, Luke and Leia get separated. Leia meets an Ewok, tries to feed it. They kill some stormtroopers that try to take him hostage. Vader and I have some stuff to say about the Ewoks and the stormtroopers, and I'm gonna get to it at the end of this act i think i'm just gonna say it now it's stupid that they can kill stormtroopers with rocks and twigs and just hitting them a lot it's dumb it doesn't make any sense it's stupid the bigger traps that (laughs) smash stuff like the logs that makes sense tripping the things in the logs that makes sense the 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 launching rocks the big boulders that makes sense but just them going and just beating them up that's dumb and they're stupid little teddy bears they couldn't kill humans that easily vader reports to the emperor yeah <laughs> do you have something to say about that no i'm okay. waiting till later I, I just think it's weird that these little teddy bears can defeat them so easily like the stormtroopers just are, lose all senses of of the what Martial little competency they have and they're just like 
I don't. It's, well, okay. It's a little ridiculous looking. But that's in Act 3 that that happens. So we get <laughs> Vader, and he reports to the Emperor that the rebels are on Endor. And he's like, and he yeah, knows I know. Because like, oh, yeah, of course you know. Because you let My him. son is with them. Yeah. So Han's like, or er, Han, Vader's like, I have like, felt hey, him. Are you I... certain of this? He's I like, have felt yeah. him. Yeah, no, he's right there. Strange that I have not. I wonder if I your feelings on this that. matter are clear, Lord Vader. Oh, I did catch that. I thought that was because cool, he's probably. They are clear. He's conflicted at this point, I, I imagine. Like, wait. Should I turn him over and then we all rule? Should I kill the Emperor and then my Vader, son and I rule? Do I want to be good? He's in a very abusive relationship with the Emperor. He really is. Because the Emperor doesn't treat... He's he very, manipulates him. He's manipulative. As we we'll all, get to it in the He's incredibly manipulative. Yeah. But he just talks down to him all the time. He's like, sooner than later, he will come to you. He will come to me. Yeah, and he, this is like the most then, humanizing Vader is in this movie, which I like. And then the Emperor gets all sarcastic with him. He's like, Bleh. yes, yes, he will come to you, and then you will bring him before me. And it's oh, like, okay. <laughs> I turned to Brandon, who I went and saw it at the, the theater. I turned to him, and I was like, duh. Like, do you know that, Vader? Yeah. Like, <laughs> It was all part of the plan, idiot. So they have a little back and forth. And he turns in his chair. Yeah, and just like, we're done. We're done here. So Han and company get caught in an Ewok net trap, and R2 cuts him free. Always thinking with your stomach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I Because the trap is a dead animal. I guess Wookiee instincts got the better of him. Yeah. Because Chewie's not that stupid if he can fly a ship. Exactly. But he is still a creature, a Bigfoot creature. They get surrounded by the Ewoks. They all have stuffed guns. That's one of the best parts, too. Yeah, it's cool. And then Luke's reaction is funny. He starts smirking and like, what the heck? A bunch of I, little well, bears? That probably wasn't even in the script. He's just like, they didn't tell us that these things were going to look and like. And Han this was even hysterical. smirking too until they pointed the spear right in his face. It's and he's so like, ridiculous. hey, point that thing someplace else. I'm just not a huge fan of the Ewoks. I'm going to be honest. I <laughs> That's don't... one of my favorite lines in the whole movie, I got to say. Yeah, no, that, that is whole funny. scene. It adds humor, but I hey. these things, I don't like them. <laughs> They're just annoying, and I don't like them. They're given way too much to do. C-3PO. Oh, yeah, he gets up, and they're all like, gold guy, gold <laughs> guy. That's a family guy <laughs> joke. <laughs> and he's, What like, are they saying? They, they seem to think that I'm some sort of god. And here's well, why part. don't you use your divine influence and get <laughs> us out of this? <laughs> and he says that's not proper. He's not programmed to do that. Proper. Well, it's, but, it's against my programming to impersonate later, a deity. But then later, he does it. Because Luke's like, hey, can you just do it? And then he does it. So, well, yeah, you can. That's because he listens to Luke. You don't... <laughs> it's dumb. Han's mean to him. I guess. To him. To him. <laughs> so they worship C-3PO because he's gold. Leia reunites with him and is like, yo, guys! And they're like, okay. can we... We're, they're going to eat us. She's like, yeah, ah, sorry. I can't... I. I'm they trying. Like they like me. They still want to eat you. I can't do anything. Grow boobs. C-3PO, re- <laughs> this was kind of a cool little meta moment. C-3PO tries to tell him to stop, and they keep piling on the wood faster. Yeah. Han's like, somehow I don't to... think that helped us very much. <laughs> and then Han is trying to See, blow out the torches. those lines just crack me up. He's good. He's good in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so then I thought, they get out, because Luke lifts c-3po up because he's like tell him 
if they don't let us go, you're going to use your magic and destroy him or something. And he's like, what magic? And he starts, Luke lifts him up with the force. And they're like, okay, we'll let him down. So then C-3PO, this was kind of a cool moment that I never realized until last night. Because I just, I don't know, I didn't realize what they were kind of doing. He recaps the first two movies for the Ewoks. Like, he's telling them a story. And he does it, but not on the note, like just little bits and pieces and through sound effects. It's really cool. He's being like the elder telling the children stories around a campfire or something. But it's cool because it's kind of like a fourth wall-esque thing for us because he's literally recapping the first two movies. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. This is where Luke and Leia have their private talk at night with this beautifully lit scene on the bridge. I really like this shot. And he's like, hey, Vader's my dad and you're my sister and you can learn the Force because the Force is strong in my family. And she's like, but we made out. And he's like, I know. I got to go by. Han comes (laughs) like, what's all that about? She's like, I can't tell you. I don't know why I can't tell you. I can't tell you. And he's like, but you can tell Luke. Is that who you can tell? And he leaves. And then he immediately comes back. They embrace. What does she say to him? What does she say to him? She goes, I... And then she says, hold me. And he does, because he's a sucker, and he just, he wants to be in that. <sighs> That's what he's motivated by. No, he loves her. He loves her. That's what he does. He it's legit more, loves It's not a Leia. shallow, like, they're in love. And he knows. Yeah. Get so it? Get it? <laughs> oh. Oh, I think she that says would be somehow a... she always has known. But yet you're lying yet because you kissed, you kissed him. And not a brother-sister kiss. You made out. Well, it's her realizing, oh, that feeling. I've always yeah. had it, but I didn't recognize it until you told me right now. Right. Um, then Luke I would calls say, her out, so you didn't know. Well, well I knew. No, you didn't. Well, now I do. End, exactly. Is that the end of Act 2, I think? I think? Close. Very close. Very close. Because we get Vader arriving on Endor. Luke goes to him. And this part was really cool. Because you can tell Vader is kind of, I think he's conflicted and it's it makes him more complex because he is saying, like, Luke's like, why don't you just, I know there's good in you. And instead of just saying, no, there's not, I'm bad, he says, it's too late for me now. So he's not giving in really. He knows Luke is right, but he can't tell him that. So his excuse is it, it's too late. It goes back to that like, abusive relationship yeah. thing that I talked about. It's almost like, dude, this... Using the analogy with domestic abuse, like he hits you, he abuses you. Why are you still with him? Yeah, I can't leave him. Right. It's not. It's even, like that. It's it like is. Vader. That's a good. That's exactly what it is. And they have a little father son bonding over it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Because, that name no longer has any meaning for me. Right, and just how he's talking, and then this was a cool little foreshadow. That's one of my favorite scenes in the home film. This. I think was my second favorite scene because then on the, when Luke leaves, he just kind of has a moment yes. and he, he, he can't have facial expressions, but you can tell he's like, just by the body okay. energy. And he and, does that leaning, like when you see a movie and the dude is thinking in the shower and he just leans his head up against the wall. Like, you know, well, what am I doing? He doesn't here? do that. No, he doesn't. He you does see that a little piece guy, of dew fall down off of his... Yeah, he cries. He's no. like, no. No. <laughs> no. But uh, the foreshadowing moment, I would have liked to see his whole body holding Luke's lightsaber and he ignites it. He's like, oh, good. You complete your 
your full transformation. You build a new Honest, lightsaber. The way it happens in the film is very chilling. It is. It's because you're like, is he Luke standing? <laughs> right? He's standing at right. the, the edge, and he all of a sudden, you're, you know, camera's <clears throat> back of Luke, and you hear him yeah. ignite the lightsaber. It's like, uh, I would be scared to death if I had yeah. a guy like Darth Vader standing behind me igniting a lightsaber. Right. Because uh-huh. <laughs> he, I mean, he took my hand already, so I know it was something. But it's cool that he's holding a green lightsaber, almost like a, like it's foreshadowing. That's the little bit of good. He's holding. Oh my. Yeah. Gosh, he's is, holding a Jedi lightsaber. That is, not wow, his own in that moment. I, I know. That's very good. I know. I thought that was very cool. He holds it for briefly and then that's it. But I'm like, that's, I like that. I don't know if that was what you were going for, but I'm pretty sure it was. That's nice. I would have liked to have seen him actually, because you don't get a full frame of him holding it. You just see it, and like him, it's a close-up. It's weird. But anyway, mm-hmm. and then Han and company plan the attack on the base to shut down the shield of the Death Star, and that's the end of Act 2. So uh, uh, let's go back. I got so much to say about this act, especially since you put in the Vader-Luke thing. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Go tail off, end of there, bro. I thought that would have been an act three, like the kickoff point. <clears throat> no, I mean, maybe I'm but mixing. No, it's that's just like, a different that's the cross, perspective. The cross cut, the right. cross fade. That's the cross fade. But like last time, I this the stuff in this act is so incredibly important to Luke's hero's journey, like we discussed in to the me, last it's episode. The best act, but it's also where I there were some parts I started to get a little bored. Mm-hmm. But it's the most. It is the most important, like you said. Really, it sets up all this stuff, and you get that true conflict with Vader in the oh foreshadowing my, with the yes. thing, and he has the moment. And you're like, he's going through it, like he's he's because he didn't. I'm gonna go back, and I really <laughs> like the word choice here when he when Luke's like, just, just come on, they're still good, and you come on, and instead of saying, I don't want to, or I'm just full bad. You know, I it's don't have a desire to be good. He said it's too me. late. So that's him saying, I he wish I could. He acknowledges it. Yeah, he he's acknowledges like, I wish it. I could, but it's too late. I can't. I've chosen it, my path. He's cracked into the shell. Yeah, Luke he has. thinks that he can't get out of it. Just like an abusive relationship. Yeah. Just, just go. You can leave him. No, I can't. No, like, I I'm can't. trapped in here. It's all I know. Right. I can't. If I leave, he'll get me. The emperor is too me. powerful. Yeah, like, it's very cool. I never got that as a kid. Watching the last night, I'm like, dude. So no, okay. th- I know you have some notes on Act 2 here. We're going to revisit that uh, the hero's journey thing that you yes. were talking about. In, yes. In la- we were talking about it before the show. Yep, so. because you included the two most, two of the most pivotal scenes yeah. showcasing this yeah. in this act. Uh, the scene with Yoda again and yep. the scene with Vader and Luke on the, the causeway there the walkway before he, he before he takes him to the him death, to the death star, star. Yeah. yes yeah. in this film there's three crucial areas and the first of which is called apotheosis and that is specifically shown in the yoda scene when luke goes back to yoda he hasn't seen him in about a year he goes back to continue his training correct yep and the apotheosis of this scene apotheosis just for those of you who don't know i was listening to a po- uh YouTube podcast on the way here that clarified the the, the the term a little bit for me in in the context of Joseph Campbell because I didn't quite understand it. I was reading it and trying to understand it and reading the Wikipedia. But he kind of put it nicely. It's death and rebirth. Interesting. Like you go through a phase. You And he used the example from Thor 
where he realizes oh, I need to let go of this okay. expectation. I need to let go of this so I can accomplish what I need to do. He You're gets killed. My language he now. gets killed by the giant robot in the first Thor. Yep. And then he comes back as Mjol- when Mjolnir brings him back because he's earned that. Yes. Okay. All right. I yes. follow. Yes. He's I follow. he's crossed that. He he died and had a rebirth with this new knowledge and this acknowledging his failures and whatnot. And in terms of Luke's um context here yoda giving him this new information confirming that yoda that yoda's his dad that darth vader no that vader is indeed vader is indeed his dad we don't know if i'm assuming luke has been living in denial with this since he found out at the end of the empire strikes back for the last year or yeah. several months. Because he doesn't so want to believe it. He doesn't want to believe it. he's not real it. sure if it's true. Right. Because it could just be a manipulation so this trick. Is, exactly. This is hanging over his head. And when Yoda finally confirms this and then tells him, if, you know, then I really am a Jedi. No, you have to confront Vader first. And Vader really is your father. So you need to confront your father in order to become a Jedi and complete your ultimate goal. And this, this causes him in terms of the apotheosis to have this this moment where he has this death of denial he has the death of the denial yeah. of vader not being his dad this is the truth i have to accept it vader is my father and i'm being told that in order to become a jedi and fulfill my initial quest i want to learn the ways of the force and become a jedi like my father i need to face my own father and face him down and i'm being told that i need to defeat him and destroy him yeah, or at least turn him back good. But that yes. yeah, destroy the new him. Yeah, but Luke, I like this word. And Luke takes this information to transform out of that denial, and he he accepts that he has to defeat Vader somehow. But he's going to defeat him in a different way. He sees the light inside of yeah. his own father. He wants he wants to redeem his father so that he can truly live up to his initial quest. I want to become a Jedi like my father. He wants to defeat the dark side of his father, the Darth Vader persona. Yeah. He wants to defeat and destroy him and bring his father back. He doesn't want to from kill that. him. He doesn't want to kill him. He wants he just to de- wants his dad. He wants to vanquish Darth Vader and bring back Anakin Skywalker, the light, back and redeem his father. To not only fulfill his own quest, but bring his dad back right. to the light. And at the end, we'll get to it when we get to the end of the movie, but... I like I like I like what you got going on here, but this apotheotic apotheotic moment I guess you could yeah. call it yeah it leads into the next sequence of events like he has his new mission I'm going to become a Jedi like my father before me as and he says not later suck me into the dark and side. exactly and what I'm going to do to accomplish that since I have to defeat Vader to become a Jedi. I'm not going to kill him. I'm going to bring him back to the light. As I've said, ad nauseum. I apologize. But this goes into the next the next step in the hero's journey, which is atonement of the father. Literally here. The atonement of the father. And if I may, I, I kind of want to just, uh, just want to read this. Read it. Read away. Uh, excerpt. First of all, here's a little blurb from Wikipedia. In this step, the hero must confront and be initiated by whatever holds the ultimate power in his life. So I'm thinking, in his context, the ultimate thing that drives him is wanting to become a Jedi like his father. That's his whole, that's the thing that spurs him on after Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru get killed. Yeah. I want to become a Jedi like my father. 
So to do that, he has to confront Vader. And this is what he does on the bridge. Right. And I know it's kind of repetitive. I'm getting to a point here. but Now we're with you. Ah, uh, here it is. So Campbell writes in the book, he writes in the book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, quote, one must have a faith that the Father is merciful and then a reliance on that mercy, which he does. He yeah. knows that Vader won't strike him down because he loves his son deep down inside. It goes on to talk about the helpful female figure, quote, by whose magic he is protected through all the frightening experiences of the father's ego-shattering initiation. For it is, for if it is impossible to trust the terrifying father face, then one's faith must be centered elsewhere. And with that reliance for support, one endures the crisis, only to find in the end that the father and mother reflect each other and are in essence the same. So he, if he's not going to rely on Anakin Skywalker, his father, he has to fall back on something else. And that is his support system of his friends, Leia and Han. Mm. And that's the metaphor for the mother, I believe. Uh, as a collective. As a collective. Not and, literally and his mom. Anakin... He loves his father, Anakin, but he loves his friends as well. Yeah. So they're reflections of each other, the mother and father sort of thing. And he's right there in the middle. I'm, I'm coming up with this, but... <laughs> well, I think it makes sense because we never... It never literally talks much about his mom, literally. So his friends are taking the place. And if we want to get, like, more specific, Leia... Mm-hmm is taking the place of mom because that's the and next they even have a discussion about their mother yeah they do so it, she's taking the place especially knowing that now that he knows that she's his sister that's the only family that he has right. that is on his side currently right it's that second so that support her. yeah um the and this is where the next quote comes in the problem of the hero going to meet the father is to open his soul beyond terror to such a degree that he will be ripe to understand how the sickening and insane tragedies of this vast and ruthless cosmos are completely validated in the majesty of being. I know that's kind of heavy stuff. But for me, it kind of makes it sound, it sounds like he has to go meet his father and his father's enshrouded in the dark side. And he knows that the he's going into this terrible situation. He's Luke himself is diving into darkness to save his father. It's almost it's like saving it's almost saving someone who's drowning, really. Yeah, or he's like drowning in the dark side. Yes. And he, uh, literally everything about this fits in the film. Look at the film visually. Yeah, They're meeting in darkness under the cover of night. The emperor's throne room is darkness. It's just so physically space, surrounded darkness. by darkness. Luke is surrounded by darkness and he shows in um, incredible courage to go into the situation to try and save his father. Going while deeper into the finishing darkness, his own mission. He's surrounded by even. I mean, the literal darkness around him, like what you just said. But he's also fighting back the darkness of his hatred and his anger. Yes. Toward the emperor, just pretty much just toying with him, like, Egging hey, him watch, on. yeah, watch yeah. your friends. I'm killing them. Watch out the window while I'm killing them. And he's oh, like, I can want... feel your anger. Right. So the anger leads to dark, you know, the darkness. So the anger and the hate, he's also surrounded it's just by. Getting it's like, do I act it's, on it or it's not? Like, 
the longer he stays in this darkness, the more pressure increases. It's literally like the same thing as drowning. Mm-hmm. The further you go down, the heavier the pressure is. Yeah. And he has to keep going down because he's in the presence of the emperor. And it's just, it's enveloping him. That's deep I mean, shit. That's deep. I mean, he, there's lines like, I feel the conflict within you. Let go of your hate. Like, that's Luke. He's trying. He's appealing. I'm your son. And I... He's, he's pulling out all the stops. And it works eventually. Spoiler. Um, but yeah, those are the, the, the two biggest uh, stages of the hero's journey that are apparent in this movie. And this movie is the closing chapter of Luke's the hero's circle. journey. So it's going to come to an end by the end of the, by the, end of the film. And these yeah. are just the two next steps to that. Yeah, I like it. That's deep. See... A lot of words you use that I, didn't I know, know it's, it's, before, but uh, it's very deep. It's but it's even valuable some of the stuff I don't understand, but I still like to share it with others because I find I, it very I'm interesting. Glad you do. It is interesting. It it, 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 it adds it makes depth. you think. And that's it what does add depth. It's not just the story about a whiny kid that turned into a Jedi. It's deeper. I love what I love now. what you said about the green saber. Him holding I, it. I surprised myself, but I'm pretty. I. Would like to think that was intentional, not just oh look at this. That was foreshadowing. He I was holding right. the saber. I, it has to. Be. You know what? It made it even better though. Oh my gosh, I may have cried if he never lost the blue one, because then that'd be Vader mm. holding his old lightsaber again for the first time. That would have been. That would have made it more emotional. That would have. But it was still cool to see him holding a light side lightsaber to foreshadow the good in him. Mm-hmm. It's a good moment for sure. Yeah. For sure. It was I like I said, in this rewatch, I think that's my second or first favorite scene. That whole thing. Cause you can it just Vader gets deeper and you're like, he's not just this bad guy. Like he, he has he's struggling internally too. He's struggling with the dark side. He's been under yeah. it for so long and the Emperor in abusive relationship that it's like he wants a way out. He wants to get out. But he doesn't know but how. But he doesn't know how. Because he's been in there for years. And here's Luke giving him away. Like, this he's is like, my shoot. son. But now it's too late. Now it's the opposite. It's literally the opposite of the Empire. I just re- realized that. Because now Join me and we out, can rule the galaxy. And now Luke's saying, join me. Yeah. And we can be... And you can be like, Anakin yeah, again. Like, you can I be free of this hate. he wants to do that. But he knows if he does, the Emperor's too powerful and he'll kill them both. And he doesn't want to do that. So he's mm-hmm. like, well, in order to save him, I got to just do this and try this path. And we'll see. We'll right. see what happens. Mm-hmm. So that's good stuff. And now the <sighs> epic conclusion we get to. Act three. Act three. Starts off. Excitement. Lando is leading a rebel fleet in space. They're going to go and destroy the Death Star, or so they think. We'll get back to it. Luke is finally introduced to the Emperor himself, and he begins his manipulation, just talking to him and being all, like, sarcastic and just smooth and... uh, Snarky in a way. And he's like, I'm not going to kill you. I just... Come on, look at this. Darkseid has cookies. And he explains (laughs) his plan to trap the rebels. And he makes Luke watch yeah. out the little window. It's pretty diabolical. Just, this whole third act, is it, it's kind of annoying to me. It just keeps going back and forth and not a lot happens with them because it's a they, lot of they're Luke doing this turning around and you're like, is he going to do it? 
And then he turns back around toward the window, and the emperor's like, ah, ha, ha. They're doing this inter-narrative storytelling. Yeah. And it's fine. I don't know. And then we get we go back to the rebel fleet. It's approaching the Death Star, and Lando's like, uh, shield's still up, guys. And that's where we get um, the best line of the whole wait, movie. Wait, how are they jamming us if they don't know Wait! And then Ad Rockburg, it's a trap! And it's a trap, yep. and the fleet is the ambushed by thing. Imperial fleet yes behind them super star destroyer well balls so they're They're like trapped they're pinned they're pinned yeah they got the death star and whatnot on one side they got yeah the fleet on the other they can't go anywhere the emperor's they have no choice but to fight they got it and it's like this is a true david and goliath situation and not only that but the same thing down on the surface and it's really yeah well yeah that too and it's also i don't know where it happens in here but it's it's really kind of creepy because at one point, Lando's like, why are they just chilling there? Like, the Star Destroyers aren't attacking us. Yeah. They could destroy us, so why are they not? So it's just like kind of, it It gave me chills from like there. Because then the Emperor's like, he tells you why. And when he's like, he's, it's fully operational. And then they blow up. Anyway. Yeah. The Rebel the, Fleet. <laughs> yeah, back on Endor, the bad guys are attacked by the Ewoks and the Rebels. And the battle starts. Do you want to elaborate have, on that? I, mean. I already did. It's stupid. <laughs> Ewoks are flying everywhere. You got teddy bear. You got stuffing. Yes, just flying but everywhere. they're losing it And they're first. throwing rocks at the stormtroopers, and they're killing the stormtroopers with rocks. They're using... And the stormtroopers aren't shooting back. They're just letting them attack them. Well, okay. Oh. There are... When, Deep. When, throw them. Goose frog. Throw them. <laughs> throw the Ewoks they're at them. They're children, no. <laughs> essentially. Are these stormtroopers who are trained their whole hey, entire life? they're doing what they can. And they just, no, they're not. They're they just don't going, know the they don't know about not that stormtroopers the throw Ewoks. them off. Yeah, but the stormtroopers should be able to throw them off. What okay. about the other the ones? The stormtroopers Shoot have them been off. proven to be incompetent throughout the whole. Yeah, strategy. and this is just proves it a hundred percent. This validates it's the joke. Dumb. Um, but I. It's funny they get hit with one rock in the head and they fall over. Right, and the Ewoks are or, wait. I it's love that easy. Have, do you remember the scene specifically where it pan it it uh, pans over and it shows the stormtrooper running? And it has the music. It's like, and and then the Ewok comes and kicks him over. Yeah, (laughs) I always remember that scene. Just don't, just just shoot them, shoot them, or punt them, or throw them. They're it's small. Okay, teddy bears. They're losing it first, though. The Ewoks are losing it first. Yeah, it is sad because there is that one. The Imperials are overwhelming. Yeah, but apparently the Ewoks are more overwhelming with rocks. Well, they have numbers. Yeah, but the armor, they're hitting them, and they're not even hitting them that hard. They're not strong. They're not, but they're doing what they can. They I they don't guess. know the concept of armor, I guess. Apparently, George Lucas didn't either. Anyway, Luke can only watch on as the rebels are, are fired being upon. decimated. Yeah, by the fully operational Death Star. This is when he's like, I'm just something, 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 dark side, something, something uh. complete. <laughs> Star Family Guy reference. So he... We see that the Death Star is in fact operational, and he blows up a couple ships or a ship, or no, their big one, their big one, right? He blows like up their, their main cruiser. Well, no, because the, the main one. cruiser would have been the one with Akbar on it. It was right. one of their flagship, but cruisers. it was a big one to show yes. the power. Like, yo, we're not messing around. It's like this that thing's thing operational. <laughs> yeah, it's a trap. And then we go back. Chewie steals one of the Imperial Walkers. And he saves the day. Actually, it's he and two Ewoks, and they yes. kill the people inside. But remember how he gets into the Ewok? 
gets. <laughs> I don't think he gets into it. He walk. He can't fit. <laughs> but the walker. No, when he gets yeah. into the walker, he's like upside down. <laughs> and this scene, like they're they're talking. This is the most. Because they're talking a language and he's talking a language, and there's no real dialogue and there's no subtitles. It's just, you can only imagine Chewie's just. I, I don't even know what they're that saying. That scene always sticks out to me, too, when he's in it. He's it's, like, it's comical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wobbling his head. Yeah, someone mentioned in the comment they weren't a fan of his, like, blown drying. That his, they weren't a fan of his, his blow-dried locks. hair look. I don't like it either. I like I it slicked it. back. I don't like the whole giant eyebrow look that he's got get, going on. I never caught it. I do like the slick back better. You're right. Get some gel in that hair, bro. <laughs> I mean, there's that scene in A New Hope when he goes like... Like, uses both oh, his yeah. hands over yeah. the top of his head. That was but cool. Anyway, so, that's two movies ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then R2 tries to get him in to the shield generator. Han and, and he Leia. Gets shot. And he gets shot. And you think he's dead. I When I first saw this, I'm like, I, he's dead when I was a kid. And C-3PO is like, no. And he, he cares for him. And I, it's very, it's neat. He's cared for him the whole time. But they, they have a love-hate. And then uh, Leia They're gets the shot couple. in the arm. And yeah. you're like, well, now she's going to, and then Han what? is tending to her. Guess what, what? No, I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay. So Han is tending to her. He's like, what are we going to do? And then they're surrounded, or there's a stormtrooper behind him. And she reveals that she has a gun. And he's, and he, this is a reversal, which I thought was cheesy, really cheesy, but cool. When he's I like, like it though. I love you. And Leia says, I know. <laughs> and you're like, son of a, okay, you got me. Yup, you got me. That's great. You flipped it. Good job. Cheesy, but it works and you got me. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> then we go back to Vader and Luke. Uh, this was after the last little brief thing we saw with them. Luke does get his lightsaber and tries to kill the Emperor, yes, but then he, you see the red. He initially gives into the, the yeah. anger. The Emperor just laughs because Vader protects him. And the last thing you see is him smiling with an X of lightsabers in front of him. So now they're battling and Luke, his skill is much more improved. And this is a fast paced, quicker battle. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's better. It's good. He's showing a bit more technique this time. Cause he you know, is. he's fighting a Sith Lord, but yeah, and he's not as on the defensive. He's more offensive here, but not as, but he, he doesn't want to kill him. He's not fighting to kill. And it's, it's the Your best thoughts battle. Betray you, far. Father. Yeah. I feel the good in you. I know he's like, kind of playing him, and Vader's like, "Can you just? I don't. You're gonna get us he's both doing killed." What Yoda told him. Yeah, oh, he's, he's gonna get us him. both killed. No. <laughs> <laughs> what if he said that? He, and then he's like, "Cause he said it in the prequels." What if he said that? Like, no. what if they got underneath that bridge, and he was like, "Ah, seriously, Luke, knock the shit off. He's going to kill us both. No. I'm gonna get you out of here, but you have to just let me win. <laughs> let me get your hand again, or something. Just let me win, or else he's gonna kill us both. I have a plan. Just." whatever oh where'd you go and then he throws his lightsaber <laughs> which is very cool and progressive for the times mm-hmm. but the and, thing luke, and luke is, hides and he's like i'm not gonna fight you father exactly because luke's doing what yoda told taught he's him he's confronting him. using he's the force for knowledge and defense he's not yes. fighting to kill he's fighting to save yes. what he loves his dad the, so they can play catch on endor and then we go back to the Rebels. They infiltrate the Endor shield generator. It's very quick. And then we go back to Vader, and he coaxes Luke, because Luke's like, I'm not fighting. And he's Say, like... I will not fight you, father. 
Yeah, that's and when Vader cool, throws his thing and he falls. Yes. And, and he's hiding. And he's hiding under the thing. And then Vader's like, you cannot hide forever, Luke. Like, taunting him. Yeah, and he's like, if you won't turn, the maybe... Man. No, she. he's like, oh, because Luke's sitting there in fantastic framing here. The light and the dark side on his face. I didn't catch that. I'm gonna under the stairs. It's showing his oh, conflict yeah, yeah. visually. Yeah. Using like lighting. And... Vader, you can see in Luke, he's like has this existential moment. I don't know. It looks like a moment of uh, intoxication, almost like Frodo in the Ring, where he's like, sure, like it. It's the weakness showing that he's he thought of his friends, like Leia and and the rest of the gang, and that's how Vader finds out. He's reading like, oh, a sister. Ah, You have a a twin sister. Can't get you if you won't turn, but maybe she will. And that's when Luke's like, fuck this. Like, and he no. makes that noise. Dah! And I, then he fights him. And now I, he is I fighting I still don't kill. know what he yells. Because he put, Vader pushed his buttons. Vader, now he's like, I don't even care if you're my dad. Well, you're not he's getting attacking, my sister. He's attacking his sister now, his friend. Yeah. And he's like, I can't. Loved one. That's my weakness. And Vader's like, I know. His friends are his like, weakness. Shoot. This is bad. This is bad. This is bad. Luke has him on the ropes like Vader had him. And he's just hitting his lightsaber. And he's like, Fudge your hand, slices his hand off, and he goes, oh. You can really, the, ah. Yeah. Yell. And then Emperor's can, like, good, good. This is great. Good. And then Vader's like, what the hell? It's like. <laughs> you but, said we were going to, we were going to turn him. And now you're saying good? Like, I'm just going to, oh, that's that whole, that was a part of the bullshit. Deal. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, I guess I'm just here. And then Luke's like, ah, you really gonna... see Luke going ham mill. He does go ham mill on, nice. on his hand. Be- rage no, mode. No, just the, he's not even, it's almost like he's a raging beast or something. He's he not is. even he's thinking. Not thinking. He's just wailing as his hand. But the thing Vader. that brings him back is when he cuts his hand off, it's like he and cut he my noticed, hand off. Oh my, he's missing a hand. I'm becoming my father if I continue I, down this I path. I didn't read it that way, but that's brilliant. Yes. that's. I like that. I I, I didn't think of that myself. Oh, but I like it. It's just like he realizes, if I continue with this anger, I'm going to become the next Darth Vader. A machine just like he saw on side. Dagobah in the cave mm-hmm. with him under the oh! mask. If yeah. I continue down the dark path forever, will it dominate my destiny? So that's he, when he's... And he tosses breath. his lightsaber. Never. I'll never join the dark side. Mm-hmm. I'm a Jedi like my father before me. And then Vader's like, that's my boy! <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Palpatine's like, you know what? Fine. This pisses me right off because I almost had you. And now uh, you, you get emotional. So he force lightnings him. And he's just like, you're gonna fucking... Uh. And then he's like, father, <laughs> please help me. And Luke's dying. And the Emperor's like, you will die. And he just keeps going. Force Intensifies the lightning. Yeah. And then Vader's like... Turns it up to 11. He does. He cranks it up, and you hear it go... You, I personally think uh, Luke screams in that, or agonizing. Yeah, that's it's that's good. Like, that's a especially good that moment. last part, that last one. He's like, yeah. no, you will die. He's so menacing and creepy. <laughs> and then you can see Vader, and he's like, I'm going to watch this play out. That scene. He's my son. He's my son. He's my son. Oh, I love he's that my son. scene. And then he gets up, and here's the part that I... Really wish George had left. And this is what you were talking yes. about earlier. This, I know what line you're talking about. When you see Vader, and if he'd have left it with one no, I could have let it go because he goes to himself. He's kind of like, no. 
And then he goes, no. I, I was just thinking the and same like, thing. Don't do that. Leave it, it when he doesn't say anything. And he just gets up, picks the emperor off, tosses him, leans over like a badass, watches him blow up. Mm-hmm. But instead, George is like, we're going to add him saying no. We've seen At him say for, no before. That's his go when they first, calling card. When they first reveal, <laughs> when they first revealed the uh, the Blu-ray was going to have that change, or when people realized, I hated it. I almost muted it. I hated it. I hated the no. I hated it. I still because do. I thought I kept. I I was saying that this works much better as an emotional, speechless moment where you're in the music's intensifying, the music's dramatic, you're seeing Vader, you see him conflicted. He doesn't need to say anything. You see him conflicted. He's looking back and forth. And you you see it. You don't need to have it spoken to you. Right. But like we get it. The more I watch it, I don't mind it as much anymore. I will always mind it. I don't like you said. I was just thinking this on the it's way over the here. It's the second one. I like the first one. The first one is, I would I would like it better if it might have been just the first one. The second one might be a little overkill, but I it don't is. mind it as much anymore. Because I'm pretty sure they just reused them saying no when, uh, um, from the prequels we'll get to. I don't know, Spencer. No, maybe not. But it's it's, it's still, not the it's same just, one. I don't. You like can tell it's it. different. It doesn't fit in the movie. No, yeah, it is either. different. It, it doesn't sound. Idea, it doesn't though. sound the same audio quality. But anyway, it's bad. I don't like. I it. knew it's that's stupid what you were talking. And it yeah. takes away from the moment for me. It's it does. Dumb. It takes you out of the moment. Because he it does. okay. So he throws him over. He falls because this just takes a lot out of him. Because he's getting lightning struck. The whole time too, <laughs> and you see like a skeleton. It's very cool. Um. Luke drags oh, his yeah. body, and they're going to get out. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Death Star is being blown up by Lando, and Luke, Vader's like, hey, I know it's blown up, but can you just wait? I'm going to die. Wait one minute. Take my helmet off. I want to see you with my own eyes. Just one time. I want to look upon my son with my own and eyes. And then Luke's like, but you'll die, and he goes, that's... Nothing can stop. I don't want to just sit here and parrot the movie, but... <laughs> no, he this, it's Nothing important. Nothing can stop that now. Yeah, and you're thinking, all right, we're going to get to see him. And you're like, it's he's going to be a bad... Look at him. And he's this old, it's shriveled up white guy. It's such a touching scene. It is. And I feel like it wasn't long enough. Like, I remember I, being long. I longer. agree. He takes the helmet off. It's this big reveal, and you're like, that's Vader. That's the guy... Being all but and it's just this and it's all you know weak now and you're like that sucks. I agree. You know what should have happened? And it's just quick. And he's like, "Hey, tell your sister you were right. You were right about me. Bye." Right. And just but dies. just the look that you know you already have Luke. Like I've got to save you. You already oh, have yeah. Luke. And then you see him like give him Luke this look like I'm proud of you. And he's and smiling at him because he's like, and he's look. smiling. This is my son. Yeah. And he saved me from myself. I wouldn't have been mad if he made it all the way on Endor and died there. I no. I would have preferred if they kept this whole scene inside the Emperor's throne room. Right yeah, after. I just wish they said more to each other. I wish they had more time. Right. But well, I, it's, that, that, it's still a that touching kind moment. Of, that adds to the intimacy of the moment and the tragedy yeah. of it. He only got to know his real father for... Well, now he gets to know him forever. Five minutes. I'd like to, I, okay, I'll get to it at the end, but Death Star blows up, they make it out, he takes his Who body Who blows still. up the Death Star? Doesn't Lando? Yeah. And the Rebels, because they find the hole. Did, wow. Did they? 
And then there's a party on Endor. Luke burns Vader's body because that's what you yes, do. Yes, an effigy. Well, not an effigy. I don't think it's that's like the cremating him. Response. It's like he he cremates him. Yeah. And then uh, there's a party on Endor. All the Ewoks are pounding on dead stormtroopers' heads. Dark. Well, they're not their heads. They're, they're helmets. helmets. <laughs> so then Yoda, and they're just munching on their bones. Steel probably. Drums. Yes, we finally get to eat some people. And then we see Yoda Force Ghost, Obi-Wan Force Ghost, and then on the side and you see Anakin Force Anakin Ghost. Anakin Skywalker. Luke's like, who the hell is that guy with long hair? I never <laughs> saw him like that. But he knows. He gets it. He's like, are you? Oh. He knows through the Force. Yeah. No, it's cool, though, that he sees his Anakin as a Force Ghost. Because now you can see, like, okay, he can probably have a relationship with him. We've seen Obi-Wan come and go as a Force ghost, which I like to think, I wish they addressed this in the newer movies, and maybe they'll get to it. Like, I was, I don't know, we'll get to it later in our predictions for episode nine oh, when we do boy. eight. Yes. But I want to think that Luke and Anakin Ghost taught, hung out, like spent time together, now that they can. I don't know. Because, I don't know spoiler either, I alert, guess. it doesn't seem like he's spoken to Yoda in forever. In, I know. I just want to know. What, well, that's because he secluded himself. Okay. That's years ago. So he could... Okay, he I see what been, you're saying. I like, see what you're saying. I got to go do this myself. I got what you're saying. Yeah. I'll have more to say about that when we get and to that film. I want... I'm just going to tell you. I think I said it in our little opening. But I want there to be a reunion with all the ghosts there and that's as far in as i think go. you're gonna see it you're gonna see that it just there's so no sense. way they're not gonna do it they have to like jj he'll do it it's wrapping up the entire saga they're gonna he do it he has to do it he and has there's to precedent do it. in the special edition or the uh 2004 re-release that or not even 2000 was it 2004 whatever I don't in know. the updated version hayden christensen is anakin Force yeah. Ghost. So there's precedent for that. Which he can is appear weird, in the but same also, way. I like it. Obi Wan can appear that us. way. He Obi Wan can appear as Ewan McGregor too, or even just stock footage, old well, uh, archival footage now. of. Well, they could use archival footage of. Uh, I don't. That wouldn't be a good play. Uh, I think. Alec Guinness. They should use Ewan. Just McGregor. have him stand there, and not say anything. But no, nah, I think they should have Ewan McGregor because he's I the Obi Wan so we too. know now. How awesome would it be if that happened with Ewan? And Anik, uh, uh, Hayden, with minimal lines, and Yoda and Luke as ghosts. It's going to happen. I sure. I don't think they're just going to so. show up for one little scene either. But we'll see what happens. I'm super. Ten, I'm me, super excited. Give me five minutes of them. That's I fine. Give me five minutes where they're just talk. Oh, okay. So anyway, that's the end but of the movie. What about the celebration scene? Oh yeah, they're all just That's, hanging out, that having stuff a good is special time. Edition oh my stuff. gosh, that yup, ugh, he added what? Like you don't like Coruscant it? and back on I th some other plant Tatooine. I think the, there's uh, Gungan, Bespin, there's Cloud City, it's there's stupid. Naboo. It's stupid that what he a... added because the, they don't even look good. They look rushed. It doesn't. It's out I, th of I like it. I don't like it. I like it. it. Have you seen the original? I guess not. I'm not saying I don't well, mean yeah, not I have, the original. Well, yeah, I have, because I know that I'm, they added that. Well, uh, the original had Yub Nub, 
the yeah. cele- Ewok celebration song, yep, which yep. personally I love it when I listen. I just listened to it before I pulled in here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they replaced. Originally, it was just the Ewoks and the the, the rebels celebrating on Endor. Been. And I actually kind I actually kind of like the the new like updated version. Didn't fit. You can. Uh, I it's mean, you showing. Can. I'm not mad at you I for mean, liking it. Right now, I just don't like it. It 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 might be a little too sudden. Like, how would word have gotten spread that fast that, of what yeah. happened, and for them to organize celebrations that large? There's but Gungans. It, it just shows how many people were, were living by under the, the oppression yeah. of the empire, and how much they are elated that it's gone. How bad well, it's would not it gone. Been? They have to wait till the Battle of Jakku, and yeah. that's all new canon. <sighs> But overall, let me just, it was a good wrap up. I get it. Mm-hmm. Everything wrapped up, no open ends. We get a good, we get a yeah. good closing shot of the, yeah, the ensemble. Closure. Yes. It's closure. Enjoying. And I like it. There's lots of action. I feel like it went a little bit too back and forth between the three battles because these emotional scenes with Luke and his dad fighting was interrupted too much. I okay. Think. That's and a fair argument. They're meeting without the helmet was a little rushed. I would have liked them to have more. But I get also, that makes it almost more heartbreaking because they don't get more time. Uh, the lightsaber battle's great. The Ewoks killing the stormtroopers I've already talked about, but it's just, I'm just reading my notes here. It's right. stupid. It's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I, I wanted the father and son fight to carry more weight than what I felt okay. it did. It did, but also, it, like I said, it was just interrupted too much. Like right as I'm getting into it, it would cut away to we get back to antics like, on we, Endor. <laughs> yeah, like we'll get. Can we please just focus here? But out of the, I could have done without the ad. I already told you out of the uh, out of place planet celebrations. But it's whatever. I, mm-hmm. oh, oh well. But the film was great. I loved it up until I watched it last night. I thought it was my favorite of the originals, but. It's not anymore. It's fine. It's fine. I like one of the changes. I like because it, it, it's more fitting and makes more sense to us and our generation that he added the younger Anakin. Yes. That was fine with me. I didn't oh, care. Oh, man. Original trilogy fans. Well, you know what? I just liked it. That third act basically. Uh, it wrapped... all seemed real quick to me. It seemed quick. But it wrapped up, it wrapped up the hero's journey for Luke pretty well. Yes, it did. It, it closed did. the circle. More of them. It closed the circle. It wrapped up the the conference. The it it wrapped up the uh, it wrapped up the atonement with the father. Second. Yes, and of the son. Because and of the yeah, well, and reuniting the, holy, the two of them. And the Holy Spirit, <laughs> who is. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda now. In that movie. In that movie. In that movie. I'm not talking about real life. Okay. Well, this is another excerpt from the book. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, he, this is just wrapping up the, the atonement of the father thing. Yeah. Um, the hero transcends life with its peculiar blind spot and for a moment rises to a glimpse of the source. He beholds the face of the father, understands, and the two are atoned. Like that for me, that for me... He's transcended his his goal of wanting to turn his father back. Yeah, and he in did. a way, in a way, as he succeeded. He transcended that. He he transcended the dark side of Vader, 
and brought out the light again, brought out Anakin again. He succeeded and he, as it said, beholds the face of the father, understands, and the two are atoned. I just love that. It's very poetic. I just thought of a parallel. And it fits perfectly with I just the thought film. of a parallel. See, he turned him good. And even though you th- like they get only a brief moment, now that he can come back as a forest ghost, he's forever good now. Yes. Like he'll never turn. Yes. And it's kind of... Remember His when Obi Wan for eternity? Yes. When remember when Obi Wan was like, "If you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you could ever imagine." That kind of comes back full circle, because now he can communicate with him without. He's not gonna ever die again. Mm-hmm. So he can just talk to him whenever. Now they don't have to be in the same room even, and he'll forever be his father and a good, like a good the guy. The light now. side. Yes. Yes. Just like Obi-Wan, he's more powerful now because he has the, the fatherly love and all that. And he can have a good influence instead of a dark... He's free mm-hmm. to do whatever he wants. Free to do what I'm done. Or whatever that song is. <laughs> and that's the original trilogy. That's the original trilogy. And these were good, but now we can get to the good stuff. The prequels. <laughs> there were a couple things like about the film. You know, I agreed with almost everything you said earlier. But I just... Leia's characterization just is not good for me at all. And I, I, mean, I, liked, I had no problem she's with the characters bo- themselves. Just Leia in particular gets to me. Like, and I have, I even have questions about Harrison Ford's performance too, because it didn't seem some sometimes it seems like it wasn't as in, he wasn't as invested as he was in Empire, because well, perhaps he didn't, he didn't really want to he didn't want to do it, and he wanted to have a big emotional out, and he didn't quite get that, so he might not have been as invested in this film, given the whole history behind that. I don't know if that was the reason. But Leia, she plays the part. She's cool. She's still strong female yeah. her- heroine. Um, like the bounty hunter scene at the beginning. That's cool. That and then she cool. become she's constantly being switched back and forth between these strong female character yeah, to being, being a damsel, object. an object or a damsel in distress. But she's or, never really in distress. Or naive. She or just naivety. chills and waits. Like when she's a slave girl. She, my well, granted, you said earlier she can't really get out of that situation. I'm a- Slay for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, she's cool. Uh, she's part of the cool, team. Cool, calm, collect. Uh, doing the speeder bike chase. That's cool. And then you yeah, see her getting awesome. more into this nurture, yeah, nature, like nurture position with the Ewoks. Ewoks. And then you get this really, it's, I just don't know what happened to her character. She turns into this naive, like, well, a big bomb why, do you have to, why do you have to see Vader? Why? So if I mean, Just I get that, run away. Though. Run away. I wish I could go with you. But oh. she know. I mean, that's And Han she, comes she out. Han, I can't tell you. Well, what? Could you tell Luke? Is that you could tell? I. And then it all, hold, me, really hold me. Like, I, I know, but I, it's her. totally out of character for but Leia. But I also get what it you're saying, It is so too. out of character. Fair it's enough. It's so theatrical to me. It just takes me out. Movies tend to be. Other than that, I mean, the Blu-ray, the picture to me, maybe it was my TV, it looked a little oversaturated with color, a little too much color maybe, in my opinion. Uh, I think Empire Strikes Back was definitely shot better. What is, that's the best one. Not to discredit the, the, the cinematographer for this film, but... No, that's fine. 
Empire is definitely the best looking, the best production value out of these three films. I mean, the set design. One of the best movies of all time. The set design is good in this film too, but it's not as intricate and elaborate in terms of the the the, the giant X-wing on Dagobah. I mean, you you get a little bit of that, but. It's not as elaborate. It's not no. in water. You, you don't see it get It's pretty simple. You're up. in a forest with sunlight. It, I mean, Endor is a live location. Hoth was in a soundstage. And Hoth was way cooler. Some of Hoth was uh, Did you get it? natural locations in Norway. It yes, I get cooler. it. <laughs> nah. No, it was cooler looking, though, too. But, yeah. The sound design was good. Some of the lines yeah, sounded ADR'd. Because they were but no. other than that, just the the whole cycle of the hero's journey is completed with this. Starting with what we discussed in episode four, with you know the mentor coming into the picture, leading him on this adventure, the call to with the adventure. It's all kicked off. The crossing the threshold, the trials, an atonement of the father, all that good stuff. It's all wrapped up in this film. You know what I wish, and then it gets reopened again with. Yeah, the and we we get some stuff in the prequels that doesn't need to be explained, midichlorians and other stuff like that. Little people, are... but there's a lot of good in them too. There's good in them. There's good there's in good, them. Just like it, like but, go of your hate. Yeah, <laughs> just they're fine. They're good. They're fine. We get some good characters, some characters, and some really good characters. And oh, I just had a thing. I had a thing I was gonna say. Prequels. What's the deal with Darth Vader? How did he become Darth Vader? Like, what? what's his story? I know we're all asking ourselves. I'm just going to say <laughs> this. I'm more excited to watch the prequel trilogy and then the sequels than I was to watch these original ones. Like, call me crazy, but I'm glad we're through these now. Because I told you, I'm more of a modern movie sucker for action and flashy things and fun jumpy around effects and you could i like the prequels and i'm not even saying that to be sarcastic or just be edgy i like them if i was given the opportunity hey do you want to sit and watch the original trilogy or the prequels i'd pick the prequels to watch because that was my time oh i'm pumped to talk about the prequels too Especially in terms of the Because I'm not just going to be theory. trashing on them. We're going we're gonna to be... Because I, <laughs> I like them. Like, I like them. I won't even acknowledge that they're bad. Because I don't think they're bad. They're just not as strong story-wise. And I'm he sorry. tries to cram <laughs> too many things and backtrack. But I, I like them. They're fun. I like them, too. Okay, thank you listeners for tuning in again for this next episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. This has been the Return of the Jedi edition, and much like Luke, we're glad to see you returning as well. Just like always, you can find us directly from the Podbean app. Go ahead and download that if you haven't on your Apple or Android devices. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and also wherever else you listen to your podcasts for those first-time listeners joining the show. We like to hear your feedback, so leave us, drop us a line, leave us a review, um, make it, make it friendly. I don't want to copy RFR, <laughs> but um, leave us a review. We like five star reviews in particular, so we like to hear your feedback. Yeah, the five stars help us get noticed, and uh, right now we need as many of those as we can get. Yep. So I know family, you're gonna be the biggest family. Just 
Give us five stars. Help <laughs> us get known. That's what you're good for. No, you're better. You're more good for more than that. Speaking of feedback, you can also email the show directly at sequelmen19 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your feedback, what worked, what didn't work, what franchises you might want us to cover, and we will read every email you send because we'd love to hear from you. You can also find us on Instagram at sequelmenthepodcast and at Twitter at sequelmen19. The S and the M are capitalized. Or as always, the ever-faithful Facebook. Just search Sequel Men the Podcast. We're going to be there. Like us and follow us in that order. Because <laughs> although we don't need to be liked, we want to be liked. We have to be liked. <laughs> all right. All right, Spencer. Uh, just like always, we can't wait for the next one. Because here at Sequel Men the Podcast, all films are created sequel. All Take right. care. Take care. What's a fun zinger for this one? Vader didn't kill himself.